0: from incredible superpowers to rare and striking realities the fascinating world of genetic mutations have really shaped the course of our evolution welcome to the mutation station podcast i'm mish and i'm a mutant because of this i've had a long fascination with natural genetic mutations in humans So we're gonna take a deep dive through 10 episodes into societal perspectives on different genetic mutations and why it's important to embrace diversity and accept our unique. We'll also be exploring the various misconceptions and stereotypes surrounding the mutations and that they're actually something to embrace and not shy away from, hide away, or Photoshop from existence. Instead, we're gonna be discussing how our imperfections are what make us just perfect the way we are. We'll also explore myth and legends surrounding these mutations and highlight the celebrities who really embrace their freak. I think you're going to be surprised at how many celebrities are mutants. So join us as we uncover the mysteries of the human genome and discover the ways in which genetic mutations shape who we are. In this first episode, we're going to be discussing a specific type of genetic mutation called heterochromia iridium. Hetero is something different or of the other. Chromia equals colour. And iridium equals eye hence different colored eyes and it's actually a genetic mutation i know of firsthand because i have complete heterochromia, which is one brown eye and one green eye but it can also manifest in different ways for example a person can have central heterochromia, which is a different colored ring around the pupil or sexual heterochromia, which was sadly made famous by that poor little poppet that was kidnapped in portugal madeline mccann She had a flash of different color in one of her eyes, and that's what made her easy to identify. That's sexual heterochromia, where a flash of color can be in one or both eyes. And then lastly, heterochromia can also manifest as a limbal ring, which is a dark outline of the iris in a different color. So it can be like a green eye with a brown ring around the iris, or it can be the same color like a blue, but with a darker blue ring around the outside of the iris. These aren't to be confused with the modeled hazel eye, which is an actual eye color, and that's different specks of the same colour, just in different tones. Whereas the National Library of Medicine says, heterochromia is determined by the concentration of melanin in the eyes. So my right eye has a higher concentration of melanin, and that's what gives me a full different colour. Or someone with central would have a higher concentration around the pupil. And actually, I have two work friends, one with central heterochromia, and another with limbal rings. So guys, if you're listening... We should totally start a superhero group like the X-Men. I'll put it on our next meeting agenda. Although, you know what? Knowing us, we'd probably be more like the superhero group out of Futurama with Bender, Fry and Leela than you, Justice Team, (laughs) we will talk. (laughs) Now, none of these should be confused with coloured contacts or glass eyes. And I know that's obvious, but I say this as I've been approached many times by strangers who feel compelled to tell me that I am missing a contact, which I think would be pretty obvious for me. As i wouldn't be able to see or one time at a train station someone waved their hands in front of my face asking if i could see or they ask if my green eye is a glass eye which i actually kind of get because sometimes it does have a laser light quality to it in photos or when the light catches it just right it can look as though a laser beam is shooting out or it has a glassy texture so i can understand why they ask that question but it always amuses me that they do ask that question but my absolute favourite is when they ask if I know that I have different coloured eyes and I always respond shocked like, what? Are you kidding? As if I'd gone my entire life not realising that I had different coloured eyes. But you know what? If you have heterochromia, I'd love for you to reach out and let me know other people's reactions to your heterochromia. I know when I meet one in the wild, I absolutely lose it. I get so excited seeing one of my people. It's like finding a unicorn out in the universe. So let me know how you go. Now, most people are born with the mutation, as was my case. My different colours developed after a few weeks. Up until then, they were cloudy blue. So my poor mother not only had a baby who just claimed the fattest baby born at the hospital record, I was over 12 pounds, but also that I could potentially be blind due to the cloudy eyes that my doctors didn't know what was going on. However, after about four weeks, they became distinctly brown and green. And growing up with heterochromia embarrassed me a bit when i was younger because my mum used me as a bit of a show pony there were heaps of times i'd be pushed in front of a stranger and told to stare into their eyes and the stranger would like twist my face towards the light to get a better look and i just hated it or sometimes embarrassingly she'd use me to get freebies like one time we were on holiday in fiji and it was a budget holiday anyway but she absolutely refused to pay for the resort breakfast And so what she would do is send six-year-old me down to the resort kitchen because the uh, staff in the resort absolutely loved my eyes. And so they'd give me cuddles and they'd pop me up on the kitchen bench and they'd fill up a little basket and it would have bread, eggs, milk, cheese, bits of fruit. And I'd take that back to our room and we'd all eat breakfast for free. But you know what? As a side note, if you're staying at a hotel, don't ever use the kettles in those rooms because you don't know what people put in there. You know, my mum she boiled our eggs in that kettle and she didn't wash the kettle out afterwards. I hate to think of what actually grew in there after we left. So life hack, don't use kettles in hotel rooms. Now, speaking of kettles, I'm not going to, I'm going to speak of myth and legend and how heterochromia is a mutation that has long been a subject of fascination and intrigue throughout history. In ancient Greece, it was believed that people with different coloured eyes could see into the future and had the ability to see both good and bad in a person. And I don't know if this, if there's anything in this, but I do feel like I have the ability to peg someone as good or bad long before others can. It's usually, unfortunately, the bad. And it's probably just good intuition. But for you know this sake, we'll just say it's the eyes. And that's why the Greeks believe that this is what made Alexander the Great such a magnificent warrior. It was his supernatural abilities and sharp intuition, thanks to his brown and green eyes, like moi. And this myth is similar to North American indigenous culture who believed we could see both the spiritual and physical worlds, or heaven and hell. Even in ancient Egypt, those with heterochromia were handed over to the priests to be raised as future priests and priestesses, as the mutation was highly prized and thought the children to be of the highest intelligence. I'll confirm this to be true and that they were sacred due to their ability to converse with the gods. While over in Latvia, we are known as children of hags. So shout out to all the mothers with children who have different coloured eyes. You're hags! But I'm pretty sure hags is an acronym for happy and gorgeous specimens, so take that. In Ireland, we are children of fairies, and the fairies would take a sick human baby and replace it with one of their own, and you would know that by their different coloured eyes. These children were cherished as they were a gift from the supernatural because the parents realised that they wouldn't have had a baby if the fairies hadn't intervened and supplemented one of their own. But of course, we can't speak of the supernatural without harking back to the Middle Ages, where people with heterochromia were accused of sorcery and witchcraft. (laughs) Hee hee hee, my pretties! Oh, sorry, that's a really bad impression of a witch and a stereotype too. Um... We were executed during the witch trials, so if you know a head of Chromiak, be nice to them. Just saying. Witchcraft! (laughs) Oh no, I'll just stop. Lastly, in Russia, they believe different coloured eyes bring good luck so you can find one, kiss them on the cheek to get an injection of luck with consent, of course. Now, I mentioned my boy, Alexander the Great, as a fellow head of Chromiak, but there are other historical figures too who had it, like poet, painter and lover, Lord Byron. He had brown and blue eyes. And the beautiful Egyptian queen Cleopatra is said to have had black and blue eyes, as in the colour of the iris, not bruised eyes. And George Washington had blue and grey eyes. And the X-Men movies are based off genetic mutations, with Mystique having heterochromia, She had blue eyes with a gold limbal ring. And if you watch the series, in the first movie, Professor Charles Xavier delights in meeting a beautiful human mutant in a bar. She has two different coloured eyes and he explains heterochromia to her. And randomly, just recently, there was an episode of NCIS that I was watching uh, where an entire episode was dedicated to Heterchromia, Season 20, Episode 13, if you want to look it up and watch it. But unfortunately, we were betrayed as evil by the serial killer, collecting heterochromiacs and chopping off their heads with a homemade guillotine as we were demonic. So that's nice. But you know what, lately I have noticed the bad guys in movies like Grindelwald have different coloured eyes and I think it's easier for filmmakers to make them seem otherworldly or more monster-like but I think as a group we need to flip that narrative back to us being the good guys like Bob the Minion who has one brown and one green eye. And you know what, sometimes I ask children, I should probably stop doing this, if they know Bob the Minion and when they reply yes I crouch down, I tell them to look into my eyes and I say, Bob is my father, and I always hope to get some kind of delightful response, but I seem to get screams of horror instead, so I really should stop doing that. I will point out also that I only do this to children I know or the children of people I know. I don't accost random on children on the street and say that. We also feature in the literary world. Tyrion Lannister from the Game of Thrones series was described as his head was too large for his body, with a brute squashed in face beneath a swollen shelf of brow one green eye and one black peered out from under a lank of hair so blonde it seemed white interestingly he wasn't portrayed like that in the tv series and then jasper from the twilight book series had brown and gold eyes and there was also some contemporary famous people who have the condition for instance mila kunis has brown and green eyes and christopher walken has central heterochromia with brown and blue but perhaps the most famous celebrity with different colored eyes of which you probably already know of is david bowie Though he actually didn't have heterochromia, he did not have different colored eyes at all instead when he was younger david bowie was involved in a playground accident which saw one of his pupils permanently enlarge so it looked as though he had one black eye one blue when in fact what he had was a normal pupil and an extra large pupil sometimes i get a bit miffed actually when people say oh look at your eyes you're like david bowie and i'm like no i'm not because he wasn't a heterochromiac. though i love david bowie and i certainly love his music now, heterochromia is a genetic mutation, and a pers- but a person may also develop heterochromia later in life if they are born with or develop particular conditions such as Wardenburg syndrome, Horner syndrome or ocular melanoma. So if you find your eye color changing, please go to a doctor as this shouldn't be happening. Just go straight to your GP who will refer you to the appropriate specialist as it may not be something bad. It may be a symptom of the condition that you've had or you've developed, But best to get it checked out anyway, because even Shakespeare supposedly died of a rare ocular cancer, which turned one of his eyes blue. This was not heterochromia. You can also have different coloured eyes if you're a chimera, and that's where a baby has absorbed their twin in the womb and take on their DNA. But I'm going to delve into this mutation in a future episode, so listen out for that because that's really fascinating. Now, as an adult, I've really grown to love my eyes. They don't impact my life at all. And it's actually very rare for anyone to look into each other's eyes when they're speaking, let alone mine, to see that they're different colours. But sometimes in a photo or in the mirror, I'll catch a glimpse and think, dang, girl, they look awesome. I really like them and I don't know anyone with heterochromia who doesn't. Though I am part of a heterochromia group on Facebook, And sometimes we get spammed by people purporting to be doctors from India who can fix this terrible affliction that we're living with and we obviously don't want any more. And they ask us to pick the favourite colour and they'll make the other eye match. And I do often wonder, number one, how do they do this? Number two, how many people have taken up this offer? And number three, if those people are now blind. I've also asked the people from my Facebook group if anyone had any stories to tell about living with heterochromia. And a funny story came out from a chap in Dublin. He wants to remain anonymous, fair enough, but thank you so much for sharing. And he had an evening out at the pub and a woman was flirting with him and she started to say that he was surely an alien due to his blue and brown eyes. And it quickly became a joke during the evening for everyone at the pub that he was this alien And the more inebriated he got, the more he truly started to believe that he was an alien to the point he started to cry as he realised his parents weren't truly his parents. The more he thought about it, the more worked up he got. And then he started to sob because therefore, where were his alien parents? And finally, the publican took pity on him and put him in a cab, but not before putting something in his pocket. When he woke up in the morning, he found the something in his pocket, which was a note that was inspired by the movie The Help. It's a good movie if you haven't watched it. But in the movie, there's a famous phrase, and I don't know why I'm so amused that the public can watch this movie and was inspired by it, but clearly I'm envisioning somebody else. But the note read, you is smart, you is kind, you is human, to reassure him that he was not an alien. And I think that's a really apt sentiment to end this episode, to help combat any negativity or self-doubt about not just genetic mutations, any disability, something you're born with or you can't help, that you've developed or grown Celebrate the qualities that make you stand out because we all have our differences, physical, emotional, spiritual, you know the deal. So if you have had or know someone who does, embrace this unique aspect of your or their appearance. It's certainly led to some wacky and entertaining encounters in my life and I like my eyes mostly for that, for the experience that they've given me. I like them because they're perfectly imperfect and mutant.